0: Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the December 19th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we're going to look at Numbers 2807 through 2812 of the Catechism. 1. Hallowed be thy name. 2807. The term to hallow is to be understood here not primarily in its causative sense. Only God hallows or makes holy, but above all, in an evaluative sense, to recognise as holy, to treat in a holy way. And so in adoration, this invocation is sometimes understood as praise and thanksgiving. But this petition is here taught to us by Jesus as an optative, a petition, a desire and an expectation in which God and man are involved. Beginning with this first petition to our Father, we are immersed in the innermost mystery of his Godhead, and the drama of the salvation of our humanity, asking the Father that his name be made holy, draws us into his plan of loving-kindness for the fullness of time, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, that we might be holy and blameless before him in love. 2808. In the decisive moments of his economy, God reveals his name, But he does so by accomplishing his work. This work then is realised for us and in us only if his name is hallowed by us and in us. 28.09 The holiness of God is is the inaccessible centre of his eternal mystery. What is revealed of it in creation and history, scripture calls glory the radiance of his majesty. In making man in his image and likeness, God crowned him with glory and honour. But by sinning, man fell short of the glory of God. From that time on, God was to manifest his holiness by revealing and giving his name, in order to restore man to the image of his creator. 28.10 In the promise to Abraham and the oath that accompanied it, God commits himself, but without disclosing his name, he begins to reveal it to Moses, to make known, to make it known clearly before the eyes of the whole person. When he saves them from the Egyptians, he has triumphed gloriously. From the covenant of Sinai onwards, the people is his own, and it is to be a, a, a holy or consecrated. The same word is used for both in Hebrew, nation, because the name of God dwells in it. 28 11. In spite of the holy law that again and again their holy God gives them you shall be holy for I the Lord your God am holy and although the Lord shows patience for the sake of his name the people turn away from the Holy One of Israel and profane his name among the nations for this reason the just ones of the old covenant the poor survivors returned from exile and the prophets burned with passion for the name. Twenty-eight, twelve. Finally, in Jesus, the name of the Holy God is revealed and given to us in the flesh as Saviour, revealed by what he is, by his word and by his sacrifice. This is the heart of the priestly prayer. Holy Father, for their sake I consecrate myself, that they also may be consecrated in truth, because he sanctifies his own name. Jesus reveals to us the name of the Father. At the end of Christ's Passover, the Father gives him the name that is above all names. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay, so this hallowed be thy name. First of all, the word hallow is an Old English word to mean make holy, to sanctify. And this hallowing, this making holy of the name of God, we can ask what is this about? Why is Jesus teaching us to ask, to pray that God's name be holy? Surely it's holy already. And here it's saying this, that it's not simply that we are making God holy. It's not that we, uh, that we make God holy, but that the Lord already is holy. Furthermore, while God's name is in and of itself holy, the problem is that God's name often is not holy in us that we take the name of the Lord in vain. Uh, we do it by cursing. We do it by bad language. But also we do it many times by our actions. And this is why, as uh, 2808 is reminding us, that it is realized, this hallowing of God's name, for us and in us, only if God's name is hallowed by us and in us. So the, the trick, the, the secret, the, 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 the way to interpret this is to understand that God's name needs to become holy in me, in you, in each one of us. That God is made holy in our world. That in himself, obviously, he is holy. And we don't have to pray for this. But in our world, in our lives, we have a great need for this. So this is uh, really what we're, what we're called to do. To make God holy in our lives. To live lives of, uh, of goodness, where God is glorified. Where we, uh, where we live according to his will and where we give glory to him. So very well. We'll continue tomorrow. And tomorrow we're going to look at Numbers 28, 13 through 28, 15. God bless.